This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. There is hints in the air here that Soto to the Yankees is picking up steam. The Yankees came into this offseason and they had to do something dynamic. I've been told that talks have reignited and intensified between the Yankees and the Padres. Baseball, to the deep center field, back goes Bellinger, way back, going, going, That's right. We don't need to torture you, Red Sox Nation, and the good people of Boston, New England, and beyond with any more of that audio. A video put out on the overnight by at Yankees. That's the official X platform of the evil empire. That's right, because they have struck not once with our assistance, but twice now in the hot stove season at the general manager's winter meetings. That's right. The New York Yankees have acquired one of the most talented young players in all of baseball, let alone one of the best outfielders. No, one of the best left-handed bats. Juan Soto to the New York Yankees in exchange, plus uh, a fellow by the name of Trent Grisham, I believe, making his way from San Diego, where he was dealt just a few short years ago from the Washington Nationals, whom he helped win a World Series title just a couple of years back. That's right, Juan Soto to the Yankees in an official deal that Jeff Passan tweeted out late last night. Uh, the New York Yankees acquired superstar outfielder Juan Soto. Uh, the deal is done. The Yankees now get to pair Soto with Aaron Judge in the outfield and will feature two of the best hitters in baseball. They also add in Alex Verdugo, who was dealt the day before by the Boston Red Sox to the New York Yankees for Richard Fitz and a couple of uh, spare arms. That's sort of helpful for the Sox, I guess, because they weren't going to hold on to Verdugo. He was going to be dealt somewhere, someplace. But this is not great as we break Boston here on Thursday, December 7th, 2023, as if you guys already hadn't planned on suffering enough with tonight's Patriots at Steelers game on Amazon Prime's Thursday Night Football. You have to wake up to the New York Yankees, the evil empire striking back and striking big. There is no official deal yet, 
for Juan Soto. This is the final year of his rookie contract, I believe. Then he is going to be looking for a bag. He has previously turned down from the Padres, I believe, and producer Cooper Leonard, also one of the co-hosts of the Play Tessie podcast, joins me here live this morning on Breaking Boston. I believe Soto turned down a deal coup for, I think it was 11 years, $440 million, which was, uh, in my world, that's a lot of money. That's an insane amount of money. That's uh, that's life-altering money. That's pretty good cash. It's nice paper. Some generational some spare wealth, change. as they like to say in the biz. Generational wealth, as the kids like to say, yes. Uh, he turned that down, which makes me think he's going to be getting beyond a bag, a bag and a half. He could be getting he could be getting a double bag and then some from the Yankees. Um, this now puts the Yankees right square back before they even alter their pitching landscape, and they may not be done. We could literally be looking. This is now. This is the stuff of nightmare fuel. This is the ultimate nightmare scenario. The New York Yankees, for all we know, could uh, get. Uh, Yamamoto as well, which means that the nightmare of Yamasoto could come true for the Yankees. Um, they're out yeah, on Shohei great. Otani. I'm not <laughs> even sure where they'd fit him. It's not great. But, but think about this. Here's a young outfielder in his prime. Check. Uh, short right porch in Yankee Field at Yankee Stadium. The At the mausoleum that is Yankee Stadium 2.0. Check. Death Star 2.0. Um, you got Verdugo to p- probably play center field for them. He'll be a capable outfielder. That's great. You got Judge over and left. Um, Yankees now have an excellent outfield. They have probably the most, depending on how many games you get out of the artist formerly known as Mike. Now, John Carlos Stanton, let's say you get 110 games out of him this year. That is one of the most, if not the most fearsome middle of the lineup. Soto judge Stanton. I mean, they should be good for 140 home runs. 135 right from which is insane just to say that's it's bananas dude i i I looked at this i went to bed i knew that it was developing i went to bed early just because i was like i don't want to see it break i don't want to live with this and have in my santa claus if i can just have one christmas wish sweet baby jesus don't let juan soto go to the yankees it's the worst place I put my head on that pillow and I was like, please, God, let John Heyman do what John Heyman does best here and just like make sure that everything is reversed. And Mm -hmm. I just I wake up and I see Juan Soto in a ton of different photoshops with pinstripes. And it's Uh, uh, I I, I tweeted out this morning. It's it's John Henry fraud watch time. Like There's nothing like anyone that tells you that an owner has to sell is just saying that out of frustration. And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying John Henry has to sell. But he's at the point where he is now becoming, and very quickly, the most irrelevant owner in Boston. And I know oh, that that absolutely. that pisses him off so much because forever it's just been a giant contest between him and Kraft. And, you know, he buys the Boston Globe, he buys Nesson, tries to get Red Sox even more entrenched in the, the region. And right now, you are irrelevant. That That's all I can think of because... You're hiring guys that can't get it done. You're hiring Craig Breslow did a ton of mm-hmm. talking this week uh, week at the winter meetings. Yep. Nothing came of it except trading for someone that you could have gotten in the Rule Five draft. Which, for the Rule Five draft, MLB does the most annoying roster transactions in the. I'm world. not even. Gonna, I'm going to profess to knowing whatever is just next to nothing about how the Rule Five draft works. I know the Sox have lost guys that they would have liked to have kept. I know they've also picked up guys like Garrett Whitlock who have been integral to the Red Sox the last couple of years and still have 
a lot to contribute. So, yep. so there, the, the way that that, that works average is sports fan. if you're not on the 40-man roster or you're on the 40-man roster, you're not on the 26-man roster. Those guys are basically free reign for teams to pick up if they'd like. That's like because, oh, so that's like a practice squad in the NFL. Like, yes. you're not on the game day 53, but you're on the 16-person taxi squad. I can sign you to my active 53. That's the exact – okay, that's pretty much yep. the same thing. Gotcha. And what just happened is the guys that – the Red Sox picked up in the Alex Verdugo trade, uh, specifically uh, Weisert, he would have been a Rule 5 guy. That's someone that you didn't need to trade for. Mm -hmm. So really what you just did with the Alex Verdugo trade is that you traded for two prospects, and then you decided to take on a contract that the Yankees didn't really want. And if you truly wanted that guy, you could have just waited an extra day, not even an extra day, a couple hours to have picked him up. And but the optics you, of it, though, Coop, with the with oh. the with Red Sox ownership and Fenway Sports Group not getting good optics for the last couple of years, really ever since the Mookie Betts trade, though they snuck in an ALCS run somewhere in there, uh, you know, adding another guy to it, you know, with people, the average sports fan, the average Red Sox fan, um, not really knowing how the Rule Five draft works. When you just throw more names in there, it's like, oh, look, they got a bunch of guys for Doogie. That's really cool. I mean, I kind of like Doogie, but hey, they got young arms. Breslow's a pitching guy, so obviously he must know what he's doing. Like, yeah, this is this this seems like optics to me. And again, the hot stove, she's she is raging right now. Like downstairs, mom and dad, everyone's warm. You don't even need to have your slippers on in the house right now because the hot stove is so warm. This is going to be one of the most interesting if not the most interesting offseason in baseball in forever, because we still haven't seen Yamamoto, obviously Shohei Otani, the free agent prize of the 21st century has yet to sign anywhere yet. We've heard about uh, some rumors. Jordan Montgomery is still out there. Who the Red Jordan Sox Montgomery, Blake Snell, who I would love to see in a Red Sox uniform. Uh, we saw yesterday a couple other signings. Um, I mean, this is a day we should be signing, coming in here and just celebrating Joe Castiglione for making his way to the Baseball Hall of Fame and getting chosen to join the broadcast wing. And instead, here we are crying in our Cheerios over Juan Soto going to the Yankees. But old pal Erod, who some thought, since he opted out of his deal with the Tigers, could make his way back to Fenway. Spoiler alert! He is going out west to join the World Series participant runner-up Diamondbacks on a four-year $80 million deal. Must be nice. Craig Kimball, old pal. Gave us the World Series sweats a couple years back. He joins the Orioles, solidifying their bullpen on a 100-win team that likely is only to be as good, if not maybe even get better, though we'll see because the AL East is an absolute arms race at this point. Krimble, one year, $13 million to the Orioles. So the Blue Jays are going after Otani. The Rays are a factory of young talent that somehow they just they, – they pull vegetables from the ground and somehow something else sprouts up in its place and it's just as delicious. The Orioles add Kimbrell. They were the AL East champs last year. One of the best young teams in baseball. They'll be heard from. Yankees are loading up. And the, the Red, Red Sox, Sox are have... confident with the talent that they have. At both have... Square and Craig We got, we got Ri Richard Fitz, baby. Yeah. No, I mean, like one of the quotes that Breslow and Cora backed up was that the talent on the field right now is enough, which you say that. And then the Yankees. Well, they didn't finish the sentence. I think it got cut off. I think everyone thought the interview was over. It's. The talent on the field is good enough to finish fifth in the yeah. AL East. Yeah. It's yeah. good enough for a little league team. I mean, we were talking last night on the Rich Keefe show about how this really is a return to the early 19, like the early 1980s. Like, you know, the, we should, 
get comfortable like Patriots stink. The Red Sox could very well finish in the bottom. If they don't make some a major, let alone a couple of major moves, we can have 50% of our teams in Boston resting comfortably in the bottom of their division at, with no certain sign of when they're going to escalate, let alone truly compete for a playoff spot or the top of their division. And again, we've all bemoaned, cried about, and complained over the Patriots. So we don't need to drag that into the equation here. But I do the do, Breslow do, may want to do one thing, but obviously it feels like ownership is hamstringing him to a certain degree, though they have a $180 million payroll right now. Do they not understand that the day when the day when they're going to be looking at their own version, I'll drag football back into it one more time because that's what we do. Um, the day when $5 tickets, like there have already been $1 tickets at Fenway at the very, very, very end of the season. But the Crafts are dealing with the nightmare that tickets to the game Swift against the Chargers. Game. Yeah, well, the Sorry, Taylor Swift game's that. already been flexed out, but which is also just uh, shameful. But the biggest, literally times person of the year attending the game, the biggest star in the world being there in the luxury box wasn't enough to get it to save it from being flexed out. The best quarterback on planet Earth, not enough. But tickets were going for two for ten, five dollars a piece on the secondhand market for Chargers Patriots. If the Red Sox don't get their act in, in order and get their ass in gear and get a couple start starters and find a power bat to patrol right field and diversify the lineup. They very well could be looking at the same thing, but not in late September. You could be looking at a team that like come mid late summer is already out of it because of how good the rest of the AL East is. Yep. And, and I, at some point it has to become like evident. Like we talked to Sean McAdam on play Tessie, where we were talking about the mentality of John Henry and there's more owners than just John Henry and Fenway sports group. It, it's a sure. conglomerate, but he is the lead owner. He owns the line share of Fenway Sports Group. Like he is the face. And at some point, mm -hmm. as the face, you have to come out and say, This is a business. We need to make money. Having a losing product, especially in this town, you're not making squat. Like you're not going to be bringing in any revenue. And especially when you have the smallest ballpark in the MLB, mm -hmm. like it's, it's a recipe for disaster. And you can't just keep turning over GMs at some point as an ownership, you have to look at yourself and say, what the hell are we doing wrong? Because they fire Bloom. They say what we do in this organization is we go for championships. So far this off season, since saying that you haven't indicated that one bit, one iota has not been reflective of what you want to accomplish. And that's just at this point, you're misleading your, your market. Like, your market, your, who you're trying to sell yourself to is a bunch of Red Sox fans. And if a bunch of Red Sox fans are now saying, hey, this team is not that worth investing in, I can probably put my attention elsewhere. Heck, I can go down to the library for free and pick up some stories about Red Sox past. I might as well sure. go do that. You instead could of be like the rest of us. Yeah, the be like the rest of us on Patriot social media that are getting lambasted all the time for sharing all these throwback Thursday clips, but sharing them uh, all week long because there's really nothing that's happening. What else this are you going to do? Like, there's, there's yeah, honestly, else out now, there. and, the, and the good thing is we've got four World Series for the Sox and six Super Bowls for the Patriots this century to share. So there's obviously still just an absolute glut of great memories and big victories that we could still bask in remember and enjoy but it is also boston it is also supposedly the new title town it is market 10 in the media it is the hub of american sports and 
to just rely on the Bruins and the Celtics uh, and just say, like, you know what, guys, we want a bunch already. We're good until maybe like the half century mark. Your turn. Yeah, it's your, you know what, guys, you each only hey, won one. We're we won ten. You guys won two. Yeah, exactly. He's, John Henry is at the part of king, kindergarten where he's learning to share, and he's just like, hey, you guys get your championships. We've had enough attention. We don't want it anymore. Has complacency set in? I mean, I mean, do we do we think do we think legitimately complacency is said? I the the Patriots preach that they are. Ever, about everything but that and yet still they put together one of the most ghastly rosters and the worst offense i've seen in the 21st century in the nfl and now the red sox i mean sure they got devers they have story they've got uh yoshida so and they and casas is a star in bloom so there's plenty there's plenty of pop in the lineup but you have aside from brian bayo who still needs to pitch a half season let alone a full season with the kind of gas he brought at times in 2023 when he showed uh, promise and potential galore, you don't have an ace. You don't really even have a number two starter. Don't tell me about Chris Sale. We're not we're not relying on anything. I, I, I said to Rich Keith the other day, I was like, expecting anything from Chris Sale is like expecting the guy that always comes over to watch games and never brings anything but drinks all of your good beer to finally show up with a sixer or a suitcase of beer. Like the day he does... You're going to be like, oh, my God. Wow. You know wow, what? I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Kevin Garnett was right. Anything is possible. It actually <laughs> happened. So if that happens, great. But otherwise, I'm expecting nothing from him this season. Uh, you know, there is no like, I, don't let the market come to you. Don't pretend like you have to act like you're on like uh, a Trader Joe's budget when you're shopping at Whole Foods. Go in there, pick the prime meats, get the good veggies, whatever else you need. You know what? Go over to the cheesemonger and say, "Give me what's your, what's 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 your what's your finest blue cheese." I'll t- you know, give me a full. I'll take a full hat. Don't give me one of those babies. I want a nice big wedge I can put out on my charcut board. Let's go. That's what we need. And it's also like you look at Juan So or you look at what Han Soto does. Juan Soto isn't really going to do anything. Did you just call him Han Soto and make it sound like Han it's Solo. Star- you you called him Han Soto and now you know what? That's that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen is John, John, John uh, Sterling is going to be like, oh, a galactic blast from Han Soto. There, has been, there have been bobbleheads. When I was a student down at GW, when he was a national, they would do Han Soto uh, bobbleheads. So that was always. A yeah, steal. I mean, but that makes it makes it makes sense. The thing is, is like red baseball Twitter is going to look at this and just be like, the Yankees are wasting their time. It, it's someone that they might not even spend in, or like extend because he's got a contract uh, coming mm-hmm. up. But the thing is, is they're actually they're going, spend. they're going, but even if they don't, they're going out and they're making an attempt to correct their wrongs of the fact that they're finishing in last place or the fact that they're getting so close to a World Series and not winning it. Aaron Judge has a clock. It's running up. Like he's getting yep. more hurt by the day. You want to make sure that he can have a season and actually get a World Series as the Yankee. I can't say the same as being done for Devers. Like Devers has a clock. It's also, he's much younger on his clock. But you can make certain moves where you can make your team competitive within the year. And it's okay to spend that way because you are a big market. It's these people that look at Shohei Otani and say, well, he's not going to be able to pitch for you next year. So what's the what's the use of him? And he might not be able to pitch for you down the road. So what's the use of him? Well, the use of him is to actually put butts in the seat right now. And he's actually, yep. he's a proven good player. So I don't understand the, like, the risk averse that ownership just- seems to be taking with him. 
Can I can I just tell you right now? Um, here, I'm going to share this with you, Coop, so you can pop it on screen for our massive growing audience that watches on on YouTube and beyond. Um, so this right here from the tweet machine, MLB Network tweets out after the acquisition of Juan Soto on the overnight. Here is your potential starting lineup with Juan Soto. Again, everyone's still in Red Sox. Yeah, the Yankees were garbage last year. You know, we didn't weren't good, but the Yankees weren't okay. Their lineup this year. Let's say every let's say everyone who stunk last year for the Yankees finally gets their ass in gear and, and starts playing good baseball again. And some of the guys who had off twenty threes have good twenty fours. Uh, batting leadoff DJ Lemayhew. Uh, he's a good baseball player. Uh, Juan Soto second in right field. Aaron Judge center field. He's hitting third. Anthony. Oh my God, I forgot they have Rizzo batting cleanup at first. Uh, five Glaber Torres at second. He's due for a, a bounce back year. Either that or his career's over. Giancarlo Stanton, DH, uh, he's hitting sixth. Seven, left field, Alex Verdugo. Eight, the Austin Wells-Jose Trevino uh, catcher combo. They have a lefty and a righty, so that helps. This lineup is also righty-lefty, righty-lefty, righty-righty, lefty-lefty-right. Like, it's well-balanced, too. Yes. And then Anthony Volpe, who is also better than his 2023 numbers indicate, hitting ninth at shortstop. There's a chance the Yankees could just go, like, dude— I'm not going to put past them. They could ragdoll the AL East. I was going to say, you could be seeing a worst to first here, Coop. Yeah. Something that the Red Sox used to do, but, you know. Wow. It's whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Erod to the Diamondbacks. Kimbrell to the Orioles. Castiglione, can you believe it, to the Hall of Fame? There's our one positive note. But as we wrap Breaking Boston here on December 7th, Fitzy and Coop, Hate to say it, guys. Like, review, subscribe, share, holler at us. We're trying to come up at each each every morning with fifteen to twenty minutes of the biggest stories in Boston sports. I hate to say it, but the Red Sox are quite inactive thus far uh, in the two thousand twenty three baseball offseason. The Yankees are getting after it. I think the Evil Empire is going to make a run this season. Oh, say it ain't so, though.